1: Today, we're going to talk about house clearings. Houses, buildings, businesses can all hold energy. Um, Just think of the past year and what kind of energy you have in your house. Just the fear, the confusion, the uh, on top of each other kind of thing. And that kind of energy will build up and can be heavy, no room, uh, uncomfortable, just not a space feeling. Sometimes a lot of bickering. Um, and it might not even be your energy; it might be energy from the people who lived in your house before you got there. Um, but just as a, you have to clean out of room and air out of room. You also have to. You also want to do an en- energy clearing, and clear out your home, your business too. I don't want to leave anything off. I might have to clean out my car too. But um, so. Um, That kind of energy you want to clear out so you can bring in the vibration that you want and have the kind of home that you want, the the relaxing, your own energy. And then, of course, you want to look for maybe spirits or ghosts to contend with. Who else are you living with that you don't know about? Um, We're going to have a couple of guests on. We're going to have Mona Fry and David Stevens join us today. And David's bringing on a guest and uh, Mona Fry is going to be joining us later in the show, but I want to tell you a little bit about her. Uh, Mona and I were business acquaintances in our old lives, the grocery business, when we crossed over into discussing metaphysical world. Um, I did an energy clearing of her Chicago apartment and much later her farm in Pennsylvania, as well as various offices along the way. Mona is now a Reiki master and teacher medical Reiki master and animal communicator in Pennsylvania. Um, Something really interesting, and this is where what really caught my attention, got me excited, is that as Moan, and I don't want to tell too much of her story because it's hers, uh, but the animals that she was working on started to bring her to clearing out her environment. So she started to Reiki a house, which I've never heard of, and she's never heard of, so I'm excited to get to investigate this with her. And she'll be talking with us about this at toward the after David actually. Um, but David is the owner of Yoga of the Mind, a school here in Denver that teaches the tools you can use to hear and trust your intuition. David also has an accountant and is an accountant and a business consultant, so he is able to blend both worlds to his clients' advantages. Um, David's been doing house clearings for almost 20 years, and um, I've asked him to bring us through a house clearing from the eyes of the psychic. Uh, You know, we're... We want to see what he sees, what he feels, what it's like to be a psychic clearing the house. So it's a little bit different take. Um, Who and what does he encounter and what does he do with the energy? And um, David's bringing on a guest that he's worked with and is going to give her perspective of clearing the house energy. Um, Mona is going to join us later, as I said in the show, and David's going to stay with us. So, toward the end, and maybe in the last segment, we're, we're all going to have a conversation of what and how we see. And um, and during that time, uh, anybody who wants to call in can. But keep in mind that we're always open for emails, any questions, anything. But if we, you do want to call in. The phone lines are open, and that number is 888-346-9141. So now let's bring in David. And David, thanks for being on my show, and welcome.
2: Well, I'm happy to happy to be on your show. I think this is a great thing you're doing here, Barb. Thanks. So um, let's see. Well, to start out, um, i like to tell uh, just a quick story about what planted the seed in my mind that house clearing was possible. So um, part of our family is Romanian, Eastern European, gypsies, you could say, Hungarian, Romanian. And my mother um, used to say, she would say very metaphysical things sometimes, even though she didn't really practice metaphysics per se. But she said, you could tell what kind of people live in a house, by how you feel when you walk by. And I've actually done this with my students. Um, We have an office here in Central Denver at First and Broadway. And sometimes we'll go on a field trip and we'll just go, basically, we've gone down the hall and read the other offices from the outside. Just, you know, and that can be very interesting to, a very interesting way to start to pick up energy is um go to chain stores go to 7-elevens there's five 7-elevens within a mile of me they all have completely different vibes one is kind of friendly one feels like you're going to get kidnapped and you know it's just it's very very interesting even though the the core is the same the colors are the same probably 99 percent of the products are the same the energy is different so um that's you know that's kind of got me started and then i Got some further training and um, started doing house clearings professionally. So, um, as far as just a little bit of what it's like to to do it from my perspective, um, I love doing house clearings. They seem to have a big impact on people, and I have a regular reading, healing, coaching, intuitive practice. So I work with a lot of people individually about their own lives. And there is some overlap from that to my house clearing business. But a lot of the house clearing people um don't do anything else with me. It's I guess their way of working with me is for me to clear their space. They're quite interested in it, but they don't sometimes don't graduate to having a, a personal clearing. So um Let's see, what I do when I start a house clearing is I meditate, usually uh, in my car, outside the home I'm going to be clearing, and then I see what I pick up from the outside. And a lot of that is... um, It's an old saying that you know more about a room the first minute you're there than when you've been there for hours. It's like first impressions. What do I notice? What parts of the property are attractive? What parts are pushing me away? Do I feel? What do I feel when I tune into this property? And that's why the meditating is important, is you get very clear, and then you know you're just what you're picking up is from the property. And many times it's interesting because. Um, one thing I do a lot of is work on houses, and this is the work I, I did for Kippy. Actually, I did both forms of house clearing I do. Helping an old house sell and then helping her transition to a new home. And there's uh, one of the first things I do if we're trying to sell a house is people make their houses private when they live in them for a while. And what I do is make it very public make it very visible we want it to energetically have big flashing lights so people notice it when they come on of course there'll be usually some kind of sign unless it's you know a community with a lot of covenants but we want it energetically to show up and then the other thing we do just in in short we can talk more about this later but it's clearing a lot of the existing owner's energy so someone else can see the house as theirs because of, you know, if we lived in a house for a while, there's a lot of energy, and um, you know that needs to be cleared so so a new buyer can imagine themselves living there. And I contend that there is a magic moment where it's kind of almost like a, a romantic relationship, or even a you know, meeting somebody you're going to marry. It's when that own that that buyer just energetically matches with that house and that's that's when the sale actually occurs and then the rest of it is working out the details
1: hey david though um i wanted to ask when you when it's before it sells and you're clearing it to sell so you're opening it up and and making a more neutral energy i would think right so that anybody who come in comes in it can be their house, but what happens to the people who live there? You know, how do they feel? Do they now? Feel, um,
2: you know, it, it <laughs> Sometimes they resist that, and a lot of that. I mean, the realtors will have you, you know, take down the family photos, um, mm-hmm. take down your, you know, your political signs or whatever, um, your maybe your religious symbols or whatever. Um, I did a clearing on a house on historic 7th Avenue, a really huge house owned by a doctor and his wife. And they refused to take down the family pictures because they had had a, a son die of cancer when he was 10. So the house was basically a shrine to their deceased kid. And energetically, they resisted clearing it too. And I know four or five of us tried to clear that property. But, and that's just something else with energy healing. People think it's all about the healer. Really, a lot of it is about the receptivity of the people or the place being healed. They didn't have much receptivity, so I cleared it. But then within a day, they had put all the energy back and they had all the family photos. And Somehow, it finally sold. But that, that would be an example of it not working so well. Did, um, did they, I don't um... think it's usually that, that big a deal for the people because usually they're, they're kind of withdrawing their energy anyway. And I always um, tell them, one thing I often ask them is, if the house sold today and they wanted to take immediate possession, you know, do you have a next step? Do you have some idea of where you're going to go? Because sometimes you'll block the sale because you don't know where you're going to go next. So it's Mm -hmm. important to at least have a contingency plan. And energetically, that helps the new owners move in. The
1: the people that their son died in the house, can they really mentally want to sell the house and then in their heart not want to sell the house
2: <laughs> right that's what was you going know? on cuz i i yeah. talked to like several other people and um you know the uh, or at least one other person who cleared it and she knew of someone else who had cleared it and you know it was a uh, it was an example of where they they didn't want to let go of it mm-hmm. i guess eventually they did it sold and i don't really um you know know the all the details But, um, you know, on the other hand, I've had things sell very quickly. Um, I've had things that have set vacant for months. I've done a clearing and they sold the next day. So, you know, it it depends a lot on the situation. Um, You know, I think uh, we probably better introduce Kippy and get her uh, perspective on things here. So Kippy is a, a nonprofit and governmental consultant and also is very open and pretty well-versed in metaphysics. But um, I did a clearing for her. She sold a home that she had lived in for how many years was it, Kitty? Almost 40. Almost 40. (laughs) Raised five kids there. A lot of history. A lot of
1: energy, too, I'll (laughs) bet.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And um, what was your experience of of having a clearing?
3: You know, it was interesting because it was – I've known David for a while and he kept saying, "When are you going to move?" and people have said, "When are you going to move?" and it was interesting. The clearing was really useful because it was I could just tell a shift in it and it, it helped me let go of my house a lot quicker. You know, that like, you know, all the the childhood memories I brought home all my children there, there were both positive and happy things that happened there and sad things that happened there. And what was was good about it is it just changed my focus on leaving the house. The other thing that was interesting is after it was done, um, people would come over and you know they'd say, "Was this professionally staged? Boy, you have this all the house felt different <laughs> and honestly, it was just me you know moving a few pieces of furniture around and I think energetically, because of the clearing, it felt it felt open like it, it there wasn 't clutter when people walked through the front door, and it actually sold really quick um quicker than I thought. Um, So it was it was a good process. The thing I would say is. I checked in with David and he made sure he said, you know, tell me when it officially goes on the market, tell me these things. And so he from afar would do, you know, whatever it is that he did um, to really even turn the lights on a little bit more so that, you know, lots of showings and lots of people were coming through that house.
1: So he but he cleared you as well as a ha- when he cleared the house, he cleared you as well, your attachment to your memories, yeah yeah right. how how important is that? I would think that might be pretty important
2: um you know I think it's uh, I think it's pretty important, and you know Kippy was very open to this, so I think that's mm-hmm. why she you know had a good result, and she also picked a really great time. I mean, okay. I still am doing some house clearings, even though the Denver real estate market is really hot things are selling quickly but a lot of times if people will have a clearing the whole process will go smoothly Mm -hmm. because there's all kinds of games and stuff that buyers and sellers can do with each other and uh, a lot of times the clearing will will help it go because we want we you know i love transactions that are a win-win so you know we've we've loved a house and we've lived in it and we've maybe worked on it and cleaned it and done all these things in it, had our life in it. So, you know, you like having the feeling that that's going on to someone else who will, who will do well and prosper in their own way in that house. So um, that's a lot of times what a clearing could do. Mm -hmm. Then I also did a clearing. Um, Kippy moved into quite a bit larger home. um, And we had to do some clearing on that just to, um, get her to, well, I'll, I'll, let you talk about
3: it. Yeah. So the house I moved into is we lost my mom right at the beginning of COVID. Mm. Um, and my dad was living in a, um, independent living center. Um, and he asked me to move in and, and what was great is, you know, moving into this big house all by myself, um, that was the home of my parents and my mom who had recently passed, um, David came over and did a clearing of that house to do a couple things, you know, to really um, settle down my mom's energy um, and clear some of the that energy. The second thing we worked on is really making it um, helping it to be my home. It was really interesting moving into a family home and now making it my home. And Mm -hmm. so did some work on that. And the other thing he worked on, which was really great, is with all the other family members who had been there, there's a lot of um, energy around whose house this was. So there was like, you know, the, the, I call it the family celebration house where there were lots of people coming through, but there was a strange family energy. And so, you know, David did, did a little bit of uh, work on all of those, but it made it easy for me to move in. um, And actually really comfortable for me to move in. I sleep in my parents' bedroom, you know, and um, this house was interesting because a lot of the furniture was left. And so, you know, it really needed to pivot that. So I didn't feel like I was moving into someone else's home. Yeah. Yeah. That's and
2: So uh, the house clearings I do for people, um, probably, I don't know, 80, 90% of them are for people who want help selling the house. But um, I've also, and my favorite ones to do are for people who maybe uh, there's been a shift in relationship, you know, um, or the but, kids have yeah. moved out or something like that. So it's resetting the house so the people who are there can feel more at home in mm-hmm. their home
1: hold that thought <laughs> we're going to take a break and um but i you know at that point i want you to come back and talk about it, it seems so much of the clearing of the people as well as the house but um so let's take a break and then bring you back to continue with you know how you do this but it seems so integrated okay let's go to break
4: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: One thing's for certain. Life is uncertain. Do you navigate the unknowns? Visit veil.com to sign up for psychic readings and classes with Barb Crowley. You can schedule one-to-one sessions with Barb for personal and relationship counseling, pet communication, mediumship, career and business direction, or sign up for one of her classes. Everyone has answers through the metaphysical plane, but they need help to access them. Get the help you need today. Visit aviewthroughtheveil.com. Our thoughts
4: and feelings not only affect our own lives, but the lives of everyone around us. Decide that you have something to say and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel.
0: It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Metaphysics A View Through the Veil with Barb Crowley. To reach the live show, please call in to 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to A View Through the Veil at gmail.com. Now back to the show.
1: Hey, and we're back with David Stevens, Mona Fry, Kippy Clausen, And um, David's going to be bringing us in to do an actual psychic uh, read on the house. But we want to say goodbye to Kippy before that happens. And I'm going to bring that to David.
2: Yeah. Thanks so much for coming, Kippy. And any uh, any final thoughts about house clearance?
3: Yeah. All I would say is that um, I think it's equally important to clean the house and clear the person. Um, And I do know that that was one of my big things about moving into my mom's house um, is just to make sure that I was welcome here. Um, I didn't mind that she was hanging around. So I was glad that David was there to help me make sure my home was welcome to my mom. So I'd recommend it to anybody.
2: Okay. Well, we appreciate it very much. And thanks Thanks so much.
3: much. Thank you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
2: So um, Yeah, I started to say how I do it. And, you know, one of the most important things is to learn to meditate in such a way that you can really clear all your energy and be as neutral as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, Being neutral, to me, that's 90% of developing your intuition is being neutral enough. So, you know, when you're picking something up, that you're picking it up from someone else and it's not, you know, it's not your own emotional projection or whatever. So um, that's really important. Um, I do work with spirit guides to do the house clearing. And when I learned how to do these, we did them often in a group. It was a, a, a psychic school that doesn't exist anymore, but it, um, several of us would do one together. Doing it as a business, that's not really practical. So Um, especially when I had to clear a large place, I thought, what am I going to do? And any time I put a request like that out to the universe, these nine Tibetan monks showed up and they helped (laughs) me. This is the only thing they do with me, but they helped me do the house clearing. So I'll go around and notice things. And then I kind of assign them maybe to different rooms or different areas um, to clear different things. Um, I go around the house. I just basically scan. I often, you can see I'm already doing it with my hands. So I do it both empathically and clairvoyantly. And just anything I'll notice, any any place that catches my attention. It's like a massage therapist looking for the knots. And if there's a knot, I'll start to clear it. And then if it needs further clearing, I'll assign one of the guides to work on it. They usually work for at least a day after I'm done. Hmm. And, what do we clear? Um, Existing energy of the people in the house. Sometimes there might be energy from the people who built the house or previous residents. There might even be energy from the land. And one thing a lot of people are freaked out over is, did somebody die in this house? Well, if we've been on this earth as long as some of us think, somebody's probably died every few yards or feet all over the earth. So that's not important that someone died, but it's how, how cleanly did they transition when they died? Did they take their energy with them, or are they still clinging to the house? And that's kind of where you get into ghosts and presences. And I will say they're, they're more rare than uh, the movies would have you believe, and they're typically not the problem. But um, I have done houses. I've done clearings of houses where horrendous, you know, torture and stuff went on, and so we had to clear some ghost energy and then just also all that emotional trauma.
1: What did that feel like? What is that? What does emotional trauma feel like? Especially that sounds well. Intense.
2: It um, just very oh. Um, very intense, and then you if you don't shield yourself from it, you almost start going into shock yourself. It's just a very, very intense feeling. But one thing we teach with, uh, with all the energy healing work is to stay senior to your experience. So I can be senior to anything around me. I am the lead energy in my experience. So if I can energetically remind myself of that, then it's just energy, even if it's intense energy. It's kind of like, you know, physically cleaning a house. Um, yeah, some houses might not need a lot. Some might need a huge amount of cleaning, but it's just dirt. It's just energy. It's just mm-hmm. something to move.
1: Do you um, do you see pictures or do you see what happened there or?
2: Um, you know, sometimes um, I asked to see Things um, if they're useful either to me clearing them, or perhaps there might be something useful to say to the, um, you know, to the people who own the house. Maybe there's some useful information there. But one thing I don't do much of is, is there's just not enough time. There's plenty to work on, just with the things I've described so far. And, you know, we also get it grounded, get it visible reset the energy and either type of house clearing. We reset the energy with the client's assistance to either, you know, have it sell, um, or to, um, have them be more comfortable in it. And a lot of times when I'm doing that, I will see one potential buyer. I'll, I'll see, you know, a family and I'll describe them. A lot of times that is the person who ends up buying it. Even if it isn't, it's good to affirm that interest. It's kind of like if you walk by a restaurant, hey, we're talking pre-pandemic, and there's um, hardly anybody in there, you might not feel that welcome yourself. But if you see even one other couple there, you feel like, oh, that's an okay place to go. So Mm -hmm. then uh, people noticing there's a buyer, and also particularly if the market's tighter, Um giving people the idea that, you know, this is, if this is your house, this is a wonderful opportunity and you need to move on it now. You don't need to wait. In other words, someone else will take this opportunity if you don't. And mm-hmm. so we, we, we put you some of that energy. On that. Some people yeah. will wait forever. And I just want to tell one more story and it's about the house that um, I'm in hey, right can now. I-
1: can I go ask ahead. a question though before sure. we go to that? What happens if you go to Clear Energy and it won't go? It won't leave. Um, or fight? Never you? had that problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you never did. No. Okay, I was just curious.
2: No. Um, if let's see, if that did happen, well, you know, I've I've trained in this a long time, mm-hmm. so yeah, I right. haven't seen anything that I have. Um, you know, I have been in houses that I was a little bit afraid of, but it was more like that squatters had lived there and that kind of thing. So,
0: mm-hmm.
2: or one of my uh, clients who owns houses all over the city, she sent me to a house that was in a not very good neighborhood and she gives me the code to get in and she says, David, I don't want to freak you out, but do me a favor and go there during the day. <laughs> so I did. <laughs> oh, but. <laughs> I've seen a lot of different neighborhoods. There's, okay. It's just fascinating you know, um, going all around our metro area. We have so many different things going on
1: here. And they're all very different feelings in those houses. And
2: I would say often the energy wants to leave. It's kind of stuck. It, you know, especially if it's a ghost thing. And I'll say something else too. We think ghosts like we see in the movies. I've seen that a few times, but a lot of times it'll be like a partial ghost, you know, Part of the person's energy is stuck here like a 20% ghost or a 40% ghost and we can help them have all their energy so whatever plane and whatever they're doing they, they have all their energy with them
1: why would they get stuck there
2: why would they get stuck
1: yeah
2: um emotional attachment honestly um and this seems very strange but i think we have a few experiences that relate to this um When we're out of our body, we don't keep track of time very well. So especially death, the ultimate being out of the body. Like we keep track of time because, you know, we sleep once a day, we eat whatever, however many times a day we eat. Mm -hmm. So that helps us keep remind us of time. But, you know, like um, think of a gambling casino or some type of all immersive entertainment environment. They often don't have clocks. They've got this whole thing going on got a lot of stuff that gets you out of your body perhaps you're consuming things that help get you out of your body and you know i remember the first time i went to a casino in reno i played video poker till 4 a.m and i thought it was maybe 11 or you know i thought it was maybe 11 i wasn't (laughs) out there so
5: yeah
1: i do like out of body nights myself (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah, yeah, it's on
1: occasion.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, if you if you're doing it deliberately, that's one thing. But um, but a lot of times the ghost doesn't realize how much time has passed. So one thing we often will do is just show them a calendar or just tell them the date. Um, Wow, they don't realize. They literally don't realize, especially if they're connected because. I don't know, they promise to always take care of the house or, they, or something happened mm-hmm. there that they're, they don't feel good about and they're trying to heal it um, from their perspective. So, um, you know, they're, they're kind of preoccupied and they don't realize that, you know, 50 years have passed. And I know that seems very strange to us who are in bodies, but maybe not so much. I mean, I, I'm in my 60s and I don't know, it seems like 50 years passed pretty quick.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, I wanted to ask you, too, if <clears throat> I've cleaned houses where uh, there, I see spirits and um, the I have to ask the people, do you want the spirit to go? You know, and um, sometimes the answer is no. It's their mother or it's their friend or, you know, I, I've seen situations where. I keep picking up a roommate and finally it comes out. It's a spirit. It's a ghost, but they consider that a roommate too. That's their friend. So I just leave the spirits, of course, but, you know, um, I assume that if somebody's moving, the spirit goes with them, but I don't.
2: Well, yeah, I I think if that's what they want to do, and that's one thing else that people who call complaining of, of ghosts or spirits, that. I would say more often than not, the spirit is more connected to them than to the property, because mm-hmm. I've had them who, one woman, uh, they would a vacant room would have like a basketball or something bouncing in it, um, and nobody has been there. And this happened at three different houses. Well, what's the common element? Uh, the family who this happened to. So I didn't and end they're up doing it. Still there.
1: Here's the thing. <laughs> they're yeah. still there. Wouldn't most people just say, "I'm out of here"? <laughs>
2: You know, it's, um, I think that's something else that we, you know, often have all these uh, visions from horror movies and things like that. Or, you know, even if you haven't watched those personally, they're part of the collective consciousness. So, um, many spirits want to leave. They just kind of got lost or preoccupied. Um, and, um, that's a whole nother topic. But we—we we'll we are not
1: alone. We're yeah, we'll do another by all show.
5: <laughs> <all the>
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, you want you? I interrupted you. You wanted to? You said I, you had a story. You wanted to?
2: Oh yeah. Uh, just uh, I'll finish with a story about um, our own home. So Rochelle and I had been dating, and um, we went to a play on a street a few blocks from us here, Santa Fe, and. We parked back in the neighborhood and we were walking back to our car and she said, you know, I could live in this neighborhood. So at 11 on a Saturday night, we went house hunting and we only saw one house, which was the house that we're in. It had been vacant for a year. It had, um, the yard was trashed. It had this rusty metal wreath on the, on the front gate. And, um, Rochelle immediately said, we're never buying this house. It has no garage and the yard is trashed. And I said, we're going to buy this house. Um, <laughs> we got with a realtor. We decided we liked this neighborhood. We looked at literally about 20 other houses. And then one day on a Saturday, I said, let's, let's go back and look at that house. And we did. Um, the price had come down, but there was still some kind of energy. Rochelle in particular didn't feel comfortable here. So... We walked all through the house. The next day, and at that point, Rochelle had not been trained in this energy healing. So I I worked with another um, healer remotely, and we did a clearing on the house. And I knew that we needed to make an offer the next day, and I knew it needed to be the current asking price, which was still a really, really good deal. Um, They had had no real offers for six months. They had three offers that next day, including ours and ours Every the other people tried to go less than the current asking price, so it worked out, and it's been a lovely home. And, and it's your never house, felt yeah. Since that one remote house clearing um, that I did with my with my contemporary, mm-hmm. surely I think you know her. So
5: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, that's fascinating. This whole subject to me is fascinating, and and. What we have in our house is the energy and the and the spirits and the ancestors sometimes. But no. um, I'm going to now, David, thanks so much for telling me. And I want you to stay. Um, yes. And Mo- we're going to bring on Mona next. Uh, and she's going to tell a different type of house clearing, but it's all energy. But um, I do want you to stay with us. And thanks so yeah, much. No, I'll for, be happy to. You know, tell me all. So let's go to a break now.
5: Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa,
3: play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn.
0: One thing's for certain, life is uncertain. Do you navigate the unknowns? Visit aviewthroughtheveil.com to sign up for psychic readings and classes with Barb Crowley. You can schedule one-to-one sessions with Barb for personal and relationship counseling, pet communication, mediumship, career and business direction, or sign up for one of her classes. Everyone has answers through the metaphysical plane, but they need help to access them. Get the help you need today. Visit aviewthroughtheveil.com.
5: Do you feel that you want more from your life but keep finding yourself in the same spot it is time to break free from self defeating patterns and limiting beliefs. Find out more by tuning into Let's Talk About It with nationally recognized psychotherapist Dr. Janie Lacey. Learn to create healthy lifestyle choices so that you can be the best you. Tune in every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific Time
4: on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you have executive function challenges? Actually, these are a lot more common than you would think. These challenges include time management issues, organization, planning, focusing, memory and problem solving. If this sounds like you, you'll want to check out Focus on Success with Fawzi Acosti. You'll hear from professionals that offer advice based on their expertise and provide solutions to improve your life focus on success can be heard wednesdays at 9 a.m pacific time noon eastern on voice america empowerment it's your world motivate change succeed voice
0: you are listening to metaphysics a view through the veil with barb crowley to Reach the live show, please call into 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to a view through the veil at gmail.com. Now back to the show.
1: So, welcome back, and we're here with um, Mona Fry, who's going to tell us. Her way of house clearing. And the part that so fascinates me, where David is is trained, has been trained to do it, and then of course has many years of experience. Um, Mona's being trained in a different way. And I'm gonna tell Mona about that. Go ahead, Mona. And before I say anything though, I'm sorry to, to add this in. Mona's a, a Reiki master and teacher, animal communicator and a medical reiki master. So, sorry. Sorry about that. Go
5: ahead. <laughs> no worries. Um, hi, David. Hi, Barb. So, um, my first experience with um, clearing was actually with Barb clearing my place in Chicago. Um, she, you know, we were on the phone. We had a business relationship. I was um, experiencing just a lot of sadness in my apartment and could not shake it. So she just happened to say, "Hey, do you mind if I take a look?" and I really didn 't know what to expect and she walked through my house over the phone and as she walked in, she checked out the paint color, she saw the fish in my fish tank, and um, found a spirit in my house that I believe I had brought from another place that I had lived, and asked it to leave and It felt like there was a temper tantrum or a huge family fight in my apartment. Um, And then everything was perfectly clear and the sadness was much, much lighter. Um, I
1: won. I won. You won.
5: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But she did do the thing she mentioned before about asking if it's okay if she asks it to leave. And um, it served no purpose besides, you know, maybe it thought it was protecting me, but instead it was oppressive. Um, So that was one of the first clearings I had done. And then she... uh, I asked her to take a look at a farm and see if there was any um, anything going on with the land or something, because we had some stressful harvest periods. So she found um, a lot of uh, just difficulty. They, they were always worried about whether or not there was going to be enough food. And this is a farm that's been in uh, a family for many, many generations. So it was also ancestral, um, but it was a lot of just over, everything was overwork. everything was difficult, there was never going to be enough. And so that, um, that area was basically cleared and it came out pretty easily from what I recall. Um, and we were discussing how to fill it in, if I was going to put Reiki energy into it to give it unconditional love or, or what, and it actually filled itself in with happiness, joy, and, and love. So um, So those are kind of my couple experiences going into this and, and witnessing what Barb does. So when all of a sudden this started happening in my Reiki sessions, I, all I could think of was, okay, I, I'm not exactly sure what I'm seeing. I don't know. Okay,
1: women, I'm backing you up because okay. <laughs> although we've all discussed what has happened in your Reiki session, the people yeah. on the radio don't know. Oh, so So, sorry. You know, yeah. (laughs) You know, they're they're thinking they're coming into the middle of a
5: conversation. (laughs) So, if you could kind of uh, take it back to how this started to happen, started, yeah, Yeah. because it's definitely not normal for a Reiki master to clean houses. Um, I I have a pretty serious meditation that I do when I do Reiki, um, especially when I'm working with animals, and. Um, thanks to COVID there's been luckily a lot more distance work out there and at least there's a potential for being able to do distance work with Reiki and it is as powerful as being in a room with someone Um, so my animal Reiki practice led me into animal communication and when I communicate with animals I I am in I'm thinking it's probably a very neutral meditative state as David had mentioned that he gets into and Um, And so in doing this work with the animals, I always do Reiki on them when I communicate. And I just started getting, you know, this, I mean, what I consider at the time was just these weird messages. Um, And I just went with it because when you're in that state and you're communicating, you have to just trust that everything that you're seeing and everything that you're hearing is from the animal or the situation or where you are no matter how crazy it might sound Um, so i consider you know a little bit more of a it's still that energy exchange that you get with reiki um but it's it's almost a little bit more of maybe a a feng shui effect that it has on it and clears the imbalances so um i guess i could start with maybe a a couple of experiences that i've had um, Mm -hmm. and explain it that way so um, I was working with uh, two dogs and doing a distance session on one of them. And in the middle of the session, or actually early on in the session, I was freezing. Mind you, my house was set at 72 degrees. I ended up turning on a space heater. I was wrapping myself in a blanket. My teeth were chattering. And I was asking the dogs what was going on. And they didn't explain to me what was going on, but instead I was given a message from my guides to add some loving energy that they were feeling cold and alone. So we ended up, or my guides and I (laughs) as the we, ended up putting this beautiful pink quartz um, light into the house and doing um, an energy shift with that. And then by the time this whole process was done, what I visualized of this house was that the whole house was encased in a pink snow globe with amber um, flecks throwing through it that looked like gold. And it was left in this bubble as I removed myself from the dogs in the Reiki session. And it was almost as though it was just placed in this protective bubble of, of pink light and love. Um, I did find out later from the owner of the house that it felt so much calmer and a lightness when they, uh, when they came home and the chill that I felt um, was quite possibly them walking out the door. So they had been home when I'd started my session and they left shortly after it started. And so the dogs really did feel lonely and cold and, um, and scared. So the loving energy made sense to kind of balance out what was going on at the time.
1: Did, um, did you tell the owners that every time they left, their poor animals went into this? <laughs> or could you set it up so that it didn't happen anymore?
5: I think I set it up that it didn't happen okay. anymore. Yeah, Good, yeah. because it, talk about guilt. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 I did explain <laughs> it as, you know, there was a chill. I didn't. They don't know unless they're listening today that it was as cold as it possibly was, yeah. Um, or that the animals probably felt that every single time they left, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Good. it that was, was uh, yeah, I agree.
1: So, what else have you seen since it's this is coming to you rather than like David? He went in to yeah. look, and this is coming to you,
5: yeah. It's, um, it's pretty crazy. I had, um another situation with a, a Reiki client whose um, cat actually wouldn't was looking out the window and she's like this cat just keeps looking at me weirdly can you please just ask him what's going on is there something wrong or and he pointed to something outside the house on the property um, and so again I was just listening to this cat or getting the pictures of what he's seeing and thinking I what do I do with that? You know, how can I possibly handle it? Um, and I ended up with my guides telling me to go outside and dig it up. And so I dug up this energy. It was like a, um, an entity of some kind a being. It wasn't really well formed to look human or otherwise, but dug this thing up out of the ground and angels came in and I handed it to them and they took it away. Um, and then we filled the property and again, my guides and I filled the property in again with the unconditional love and, and Reiki energy and ended up clearing out her house with more of a, um, a purple light that looked like a little mini tornado, um, going through her house and dusting it like a feather duster, um, across the whole building. And the cats were settled after that. Um, she didn't have any weird things coming from her cats and, um, and she felt like a uh, she'd been in a washing machine when she felt the energy come through her house. So she happened to be home for it. And and she can feel energy. So she felt the the uh, reaction to it. Um, and then I had something a little bit different. Somebody that called during the beginning of COVID, they had to close their practice. They had family members move in. Um, the woman that called me was just depressed, distraught. Every fear-based emotion that exists was in her voice. Um And so that one, I kind of went in to do Reiki on her and ended up in this case, you know, being guided by my guides that I needed to clear her house. And this one was more of the white light that we always use in Reiki to kind of balance things and our healing protective light. It shot through that house like a movie about aliens and the white light that just kind of buries everything and nobody can see because it's so (laughs) blinding. It shot through and it was almost like a pressure washer going through the house and just cleaning debris of, of negativity or emotion, unnecessary um, things and just kind of um, blasted it out of the other side of the house and it floated away and, you know, in unconditional love and, and transmuted to, uh, to clear out the home. Um, she said she woke up the next day feeling optimistic and I would never would have expected that. So she's like, I don't know what you did, but this is how it feels. And recently when I was, asking her about it before coming on today, she said, by the way, I think we could use another one. So um, (laughs) we'll give it another try. (laughs)
1: So now, now you're going to have to learn how to clean her out as well. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Do you Um, find it frightening at all though, you know, when you go in and and these things happen and you're not expecting it or do you feel comfortable? Is it?
5: I feel comfortable because I'm, I'm an observer. Mm -hmm. more so. um, And I I work really hard at keeping my energy and my fields protected. Um, So I I feel pretty confident that I'm not going to walk away with any energies attaching to me or any of those kind of things. And I don't worry about what I see, like that being that was outside that other client's home. um, I didn't really see it as being ominous and and dangerous or anything like that at all. I don't really get that feeling from any of the energies I've ever run into.
1: I really was hoping to have David and you discuss that, you know, that Mm -hmm. being because David, I know has dealt with a lot of being, but we only have a few minutes Mm -hmm. and, um, and I really want you guys to be able to say, how do we, how does the audience get hold of you and, and what do you have coming up? So, you know, Mona, do you want to go ahead and, and talk sure. about, you know, uh, mm-hmm. your emails and Facebook yeah. and you know? Yep.
5: Yeah, I have a um a Facebook page at cultivating Kismet, K-I-S-M-E-T. Um, and then I have an email address which is mojo at cultivatingkismet.com. And my cell number is area code seven zero four nine nine six nine six nine seven. Um, I have an animal Reiki course coming up in the middle of April. That's usually an in-person course, so that would be in Pennsylvania. But I also do Reiki trainings online via Zoom and and can do those one-on-one or also set them up for groups.
1: So everybody can get hold of you and say, I'm Mm -hmm. interested
2: in.
5: Absolutely. great,
2: Great. And um,
1: David, how how about you?
2: Yeah, um, So we have a website, yogaofthemind.com. And in particular, uh, I think uh, there is a property clearing tab. And it has an article and a video that the Denver Post did on my work about 10 years ago. And I was so happy when that happened because it energy healing was featured on one of the front page sections of the uh, major American newspaper.
1: That is uh, quite the compliment. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's great.
2: You know, uh, I did get a fair amount of business from that. And and then the video is really good too. They did a very professional, oh, I don't know, probably five minute video of me clearing a house. And so that would be one thing you could check out. And for just kind of general clearing, and anybody could benefit from this, every Tuesday at 6 p.m., mountain time. We do a half hour group chakra clearing. So I lead it. It's a little bit like a meditation, but I actually do work. I have a way where I kind of meld everybody together energetically and then just work on the major issues in different chakras. Clearing them. And and once, um, I think Mona referred to this too, once you clear what isn't supposed to be there, And a lot of times, the natural wholeness, the natural goodness comes out. So um,
1: I'm going to I'm going to stop you there because they're going to throw us out. (laughs) (laughs) And I want also everybody to know that if you want to get hold of me, I am at a view through the veil dot com. I'd love to hear any um, any stories you have about what's happening in your house and feel free to get hold of Mona and David if you'd like some clearings, or I can do them as well. And you can, get, you can send in an email as well at Vale at gmail.com. I'd love to hear what you see when you look around your house. And, you know, uh, I'd love to hear the stories of what you think is going on in there. But with that, I have to let you go and let you have a great weekend, a great week. And I hope to see you all back here next week. Thanks, everybody, for being here. I I can't tell you how much I appreciated it and enjoyed it. So thanks.
0: Thank you for joining us for Metaphysics, A View Through the Veil. Please tune in for another edition with your host, Barb Crowley, next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your upcoming weekend.